aka black rocker on twitter lord black rocker on instagram i'm not just me.com is the website um this is probably episode 112 112 fertile that's a weird word fertile 112 fertile. Uh, episode 111 got seven plays. It was three hours. You know, that's whatever. It happens. It does indeed happen. Today we've got an episode for you which includes almost nothing but tweets and music. Tweets and music. We have the Alistair Crowley Toth deck with us here today. Let's see how you say hello, Alistair Crowley Toth deck with an inward princess of swords. Swords, of course, the wind, intelligence, the princess of swords. Pretty cool. As far as the tweets, we have November 9th. Check out my latest podcast on Podbean. 10th, the 10th of November. <coughs> Excuse me. Was it the 5th of November that you got to remember? These Brit holidays. Ah, that was a cool documentation of dreams. Very cool. Let's go into these tweets. November 10th, I had a variety of dreams last night that I find very insightful. One was like an escape room, and one I accepted insanity moved on to the next one where I was sort of arrested into adventure. Then the last version, where I exited out of the back, flew away to the sounds of warning. I think because of my past uh, works that, I think because of my past works that these are the closest things to nightmares that my mind will allow like some psychological conundrums that could only be solved with calm spirits and concentration, or a dream where I get lost in whatever is going on and forget I can fly. Those are like the closest to nightmares, <laughs> where it's like a puzzle. And it's like, oh no, not a puzzle. Ah, <laughs> save me, no puzzles. <laughs> I, oh. Uh, even in the first dream, there's a lot like the show Russian Doll, and even saying that feels like I'm giving too much detail in the notes. I was failing to solve the puzzle, but it was more interesting than nightmarish. I began to try and predict the resets, then insanity ensued. Which was really fun. That was a really fun dream. It was like some cool community. Like, I've had a dream in that dream space where it's like a city. And you could walk down the street and you'll turn into a shop and then you'll see people you know maybe working. It's pretty cool, you know. But then, like, 
during that dream. It was like a certain thing would happen and then I'd reset. And then I'd be like, oh no, I gotta stop the thing from happening. And then like eventually I began to predict resets. And then <laughs> I, insanity ensued, but it was very fun. Um, Arrested Into Adventure was really insightful. I was actually in my emotions for the beginning and I got hype and angry for a hot second. Then the old pole ice showed up. LOL. The wildest thing was that it was nightmarish, but it wasn't. Then the sun came out. <laughs> no, when the sun came out, I considered why I was going along. Going along. That one was really cool. It was like some shit where like I was in a situation and then I decided to get angry. But like in a, in a weird way. In a weird, nondescript anger, you know, just like, are you testing me? Kind of angry, not really like directed at anybody. I was just like, ah, I've got energy if you want to see it. And then like police came <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess, <laughs> I guess if you turn up your energy, uh, police will show up. And uh, I just went with them and it turned into an adventure, hence arrested into adventure which was pretty fun. Uh, we like, we went into like this dark forest and then like, they kind of like got away from me, which is weird. And I was like trying to follow them. And then at the end of the forest, the sun had come out again. And I was like, do I want to go with these people? What am I doing? But then I went and like, we went into this cool ass cave and it was like white water rafting. And like, there was this cool battery thing that I found, and I was like, ah. <laughs> but then the next dream came. Notes on the last one began like the previous. I didn't get emotional, but people showed up who wanted me in fear. I attempted to solve the puzzle. Then, when deciding to repeat the path, I turned and realized the road went the other way, too. I clumsily crossed and began to fly. So for that one, it began exactly as Arrested Into Adventure began, but then, like, instead of police, it was just, like, city people. And I was like, okay, whatever. But, like, before we got into the forest, the road went two ways. So I turned around, and I was like, I've been down this one already. Let's check the other road. And then, like, I just started flying. And, like, people were like, oh, no. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Uh, interesting part was that. <laughs> interesting part was that as I flew, I got confident and happy and flicked off the people on the ground, and that's when the shouts of warning began. <laughs> like they could see some type of predator that I couldn't twist. It was <laughs> twist. I probably looked like the friggin' predator, and they were warning each other, like those poor peeps who were just trying to rid them. <laughs> Like those poor peeps were just trying to rid them their small town of a terror and the terror was not having it. Then the terror began to fly like holy shit, lol. Also, the comedy take on past dreams. Maybe I was being chased by police in my old nightmares. Lol, the dream police. Which would be dream police. A big thing that seemed to be a big thing seems to be that if you are going to break ground 
break tradition or change in general, you also need to create what would be the new ground or new tradition or stability. Like, yeah, you can fly, but where are you going? Of course, quantum solutions are already in effect. Are in effect already. I just googled dream police. Sucks that it's already a concept. LOL, sounds like someone, me, could use a dose of the cure for splinters. Bang, with the view twist ending where inner you is teaching inner me how to be more responsible and less in fear and outer eye translates. Once again, the cure for splinters is a trinary system of the mind, body, and spirit. I feel like a lot of people get lost in thoughts. And it's easy to get lost in thoughts, especially if you don't know that the thoughts are you coming to terms with things, you know. Or maybe the thoughts are you, which is funny because that's what I deemed thoughts as in you. <laughs> the mind is whatever. Those weird terms are stupid. As we learned in a trinary system, it's better to just identify as the whole instead of compartmentalizing. But hey, compartmentalizing is fun. Instagram picture spot, Instagram picture fleek, Instagram picture swatch, Instagram picture grain, Instagram picture TikTok, Instagram picture plum, Instagram picture leaflet, Instagram picture sandal, Instagram picture marsupial, Instagram picture origami. November 27th, we have more tweets. More tweets on the cure for splinters and quantum solutions. Quantum solutions, quantum solutions.
October. I hope you're happy. Blue October is extremely hard to play too. But you know what isn't? as places, as people, not as mouse. 
I got an Instagram picture that I was tagged in. That was fun. Oh, I got lost for a second. Soccer stars. Um, flip a card about dream tweets. How's the curly toe tag? How do you feel about dream tweets? And outward the moon. Oh, the moon is number 18. Uh, moon usually stands for illusions and shadows. <laughs> That's what the Toth deck thinks about my dream tweets, illusions and shadows. Hey, but those are fun, especially because they're personal. One thing that I learned is like, you gotta put your foundation inside. Uh, you can't have your foundation outside, otherwise it can be distorted. Distortion is fun. I don't like the word distortion. Maybe, what's a better word? Um, it's still a D word, isn't it? Degraded, uh, no. Um, what's the thing? Oh man, there's even a Modest Mouse song where they talk about carbon. Carbon dating, was carbon dating based off of deterioration? What is it? Carbon, my keyboard's not on. Carbon dating is based on the rate at which carbon does what? Google, what does carbon do? Decay. Decay! <laughs> Even a worse word than, what did I say in the first place? Uh, distort? Decay seems like a word, worse version, worse version. But decay, yes, the alternal can decay, the internal can be immortal. Hey, look at that. You put your foundation in immortality, then you're good. You can't, your foundation at least can't decay. Well, unless you get brainwashed, which is totally possible. Totally possible. You can't say can't. There is no can't. Everything is possible. Limitless potential, baby. Yeah, let's decay the immortal. <laughs> I wish I could start from the start of the previous start, but this is instead the current in reference to the past start that is in essence the past brought to the light of day. As a perceiver, you get to choose what you take here with you. The whole start or the idea. Hashtag yo. There seems to be, with rumination, the idea that past can impact the present. Of course, choice being the linchpin in reality, quantum or otherwise, the choice of impact is the point of these tweets. Oh boy, limitless potential is a wily beast. Bring this to inside and out. And rumination as into personal, and rumination as into the personal, I posted and now I am faced with my post. I can remember the space I was in when I posted. I already solved the quantum past stuff with the let my past predict and my current change my future. But yeah, 
that's the solution inside. Rumination, uh, let's explain that one. If you're ruminating over personal shit, then you can just say, let my past predict and let my current change my future. Bang, you're in the present again. Whoa, if you, if you let your current change your future, you could be like, oh, my past, whatever I'm ruminating on, that's a prediction. Maybe if I don't do that, then, you know, my current can change whatever I was. Boom, 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 quantum solution. <laughs> feel where the space was. Feel where it's leading. Even though you are in a current that's after it already. Feel where the space was. Feel where it's leading. Even though you are in a current that's after it already. I mean, I guess feel where the echo is leading. And also take into account that you already passed the wave itself. This is the echo of an event that happened already. Now here's where you go into quantum solutions. If you are next to a wave machine, or if you're being triggered by an outside source, let the waves take you into a rumination, into the past, not into the future. If you live next to a wave machine, then you in luck, nig. Because the past has already happened, you can effectively break waves from inside of your own perception. You triggered me with your post from a long time ago. Well, I bet a long time ago I cried about it. There, that's the reaction. If there need be a reaction. Oh, you are triggering me because this thing I'm currently typing is the dumbest sort of self-induced insanity that you have ever seen? Well, I died for this shit a year ago. Wave broken with a past event. Now a little more science for time versus separation from the waves. Of course, uh, well, I'm going to get into it, so I don't need to explain currently. The past will predict it. <laughs> what is known as separation is also death, because death is dumb in quantum thinking. Energy can't be created nor destroyed, but separation is not destruction. So yeah, that's death. It works, but also all is self. So separation on the physical levels leads to weakness internal. Separation on the mental levels can lead to weakness on the physical levels, right? Polarity and shit. But the balance, baby, I want to explain separation on the physical level. Just like if somebody gets separated, you might feel sad. That's how separation on the physical level leads to weakness internal. Separation on the mental level can lead to weakness on the physical if you separate from your childhood self, then you will feel repercussions on your your physical. If you separate from your sanity, your physical body will be insane. <laughs> That's how mental separation can lead to physical weakness. All right, here we go. Separation on the mental level can lead to weakness on the physical level, right? Polarity and shit. Balance, baby. Quote Savan. I can't add anything because where would I get it from? I can't take anything because where would I put it? All is self-quantum style. Personal story. I once found myself being thrown into my own mind space. I was being bullied by my demons. Shout out name demon, lol. And at a certain point, I was beyond being saved by time manipulation. So I went for death. I was like, oh, you want me to die a thousand deaths? Would a thousand deaths be enough to separate me from the separation I am feeling? And what I did then was go into my personal mind space and use the land of fire and the dark sea to act out a whole complete life from bottom to top. 
Then I used exponential power to do it. It took me the span of a minute because I'm used to using that space for thinking. And also I recently tweeted about how I put these lands inside of my body. So now back to the story. In the land of fire and the life cycle was skeleton to person, <laughs> skeleton to person, to beast, and then golden beach. In the dark sea, I hadn't explored the life cycle much, but I know when I first got there, it was darkness. And then I had a light sword and then there were also dragons. I worked out for myself that the life cycle of the sea being person in the dark, a sea dragon into the person in the light. Into the golden beach, of course. That was the end. I didn't have space to type that on that tweet. They both ended the golden beach. The cycle itself is, of course, about perception and how comfortable I am with it being scientifically sound and wholesome. But seeing them together in a spin, both cycles played out exponentially in a spiral. Guess what it looked like? A friggin' galaxy, nigga. <laughs> the saving force from insanity is all itself. Like I say in my book, insanity comes from not accepting complete responsibility of your own existence. But I work fast. So I quickly explored a million spinning. <laughs> so I quickly explored a million by spinning three galaxies in my respective stations. The root, the heart, and the brain. All life cycles accumulating into the one character I imagined on the golden beach, which is the tower, which is the bridge, which is the spine. So when feeling like I owe a debt for either witnessing or creating a wave, I can separate from the incident with death or time. And not separate from the event in a way that is ignoring or downplaying the seriousness. An honorable, scientifically sound and wholesome separation another quantum solution which reminds me of my old jokes about achieving immortality through either death or time that's what i wanted to talk about my old jokes i used to god there were so many cool jokes where i was just like oh i get on stage and i'd be like okay how do i want to show off immortality today do i want to go through time travel or do i want to go through death or do i want to go through <laughs> Uh, those those are good jokes. I like the anytime nobody's looking at me, I kill myself and I'm still here. That's a, one of the classic jokes. Then there's time travel where I, I do the all is self thing. Where it's like time travel is the manipulation of information. And so if you could take information and you could put it in the past and then you'll be in the future. You could take information and you could put it in the future and you'll be in the past. Or you can be present with information. How you be present is all itself. And you become eternally present no matter where they put the information. You're always eternally present, which is immortal. And then there's also another one where I was like, um, it's something like information, but it's not information. What was that other joke? Um, um, oh truth truth uh not believing in truth how to get to immortality through truth <laughs> i was like oh shit some things aren't true what's truth based off of truth is based off perception therefore if you gain more perception you can have power over truth and then i was like oh shit perception is is a paradox so what's perception based off of awareness so if you gain more awareness you can get power over perception and truth and then I was like, oh shit, what's the highest awareness? The highest awareness is all itself. And that's how you become immortal. 
That one didn't go as well for immortality, but still. <laughs> anyway, death or time. And not separate from the event in a way that is ignoring or downplaying the seriousness, an honorable, scientifically sound separation, another quantum solution, blah, 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 blah. I wish I could end these tweets with the start of another train of thought that also happens to be a standalone part of a whole story. Don't fall into traps of separation. Divisive behavior is not beneficial to the self, and all is self, so don't fear. It already happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. And sometimes rumination can be a benefit in ways of leaving less loose ends. I mean, neighbor demon, which I gotta identify and put in its place before it's taken out of context. I don't normally remember people's names nor think about people by name. So when I do, demon. This is personal. I'm sure most people are thinking of people's names all the time. I am not. So first, I tamed a neighbor demon to be on the side of protection and not a negative pull swing for the named. Out of fear of neighbor demon, then I got used to him. I read names a lot. Now I have commissioned neighbor demon to tell me when I am ruminating and when I am coping and when I am bragging and when I am learning. Instead of naming people and have me either feel good or bad or nothing, I now have a muscle that tells me when I'm going in weird places. It's a lot of fun when I name a name in my head and then get mad at Namer Demon, and then Namer Demon tells me I'm coping with my indecision. Oh, <laughs> Which reminds me of something uh, Seven was just saying on some shit where he's like, you can tell a person to go into non-judgment, but then they're like, oh shit, non-judgment, how can I ever not judge anything? And right there, they're judging themselves. So you're like judging yourself for not judging. <laughs> Like, that's the same thing where I was like, why am I saying a name right now? And it's like, you're coping. And it's like, oh, well, then. <laughs> okay, never mind then. Also, I need to clear the thing about insanity and not accepting causality of your own existence in this paradox. It is too complicated. I would love to make guidelines. I would love to make guidelines, but I myself as a person who takes tools and technology to... I would love to make guidelines, but I myself am a person who takes tools and technology and goes to the extremes. Balance is key to much everything. I couldn't have these thoughts if I were taking these things outside of myself as fact, truth, on the physical space. I just deleted an example of what not to do that was more toxic than anything I've tweeted or Facebook posted today. LOL. Keys are wholeness and balance and trust in the self. Learn to learn, then grow your own towers. Let's get quantum. Tis already in the past already. The World Today, Tew Swan and Lee Harvest interview. Oh, nigga, I just got served, but also we're pretty on accord with the quantum solution. Non-reactivity, a doorway to Non-reactivity, a doorway for spiritual abuse, Teal Swan. Today I typed 200, 200. Today I typed 722 words. Type 722 words today. Pretty intense stuff, like a cool-ass swordplay mating ritual. 
Hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. My first post on new social media. Uh, Instagram post climb. I started the university with seven Bomar, semester one. I got the university after fun.secretenergy so they can make their mindful app. Secret Energy powered by Mindful App. My first post on the new social media was just started semester one of the university and it's going really well. I love the lecture and read through the Celestial Mechanics PDF. The literature is way more expansive than I expected. I kind of feel like that's the point. The information is expansive, but also mostly covered in the lecture itself, which is a really great lecture about how like the people have already gained all the knowledge through like scientific means, scientific methods through like animals in jars and shit and like charts. There's a lot of charts. There's a lot of graphs. There's a lot of words just in books. There's so many words in books. But then, like, the main point was, like, Sevan showed the Hadron Collider and was like, yeah, this is just a... This is a womb and an electron gun, a womb and a penis. That's the only way you can create. It's very simple with nature and what everything really is is, like, really simple. But science takes it and they're like, we've got to create a womb and it takes like 17 miles of track underground and like billions of dollars in technology just to create a womb that everybody already has. (laughs) But it's like, it's cool. It's science. It's how we do things. There is a shitload of books and they're all public (laughs) They're not public domain, but they're public. Accessible is the word, not public. They're accessible. There was also something I needed to go back over with a namer demon, rumination, uh, calling myself out. Uh, Okay, coping, bragging learning there's this really cool thing about like the construction of things and like sometimes being balanced is about leaning to different sides and seeing how it affects the reality you know if you lean too much to one side you gotta lean to the other side for the correctiveness so you can find the balance but also with a quote-unquote namer demon telling me when I'm coping, telling me when I'm doing whatever. The main story to that is coping to feel comfortable. So rumination, I put it in the past. We're going back with the quantum solutions of uh, exiting the wave through time. It was already in the past, you know, like... If I am coping, literally, I'll be ruminating about something and then I'll be like, oh, wait, I'm coping to feel comfortable. 
and all of that shit. I just feel comfortable presently now. But the thing is, after you do that shit for, it like it works a muscle. And then like, it's kind of like in meditation, they tell you to get into alpha state. There was like a book on magic where it's like, you gotta practice getting into alpha state for meditation. But then once you practice it, you could just do like, you can do a shortcut, uh, like hotkeys. If you just put your fingers together in the okay motion, maybe just the, as soon as the fingers connect, alpha state, alpha state, you know? So it's like, as soon as I hear coping, I'm like comfort. It, I don't have to go through the why am I coping, you know, like what am I coping with? Am I learning? Am I bragging? It just goes straight to comfort because I've gone through it so much. And like the thing with like separation with the the dying a thousand deaths or whatever, like that that only needed to happen once. And then I realized I can make galaxies inside of myself, which is like the greatest cunning leap but different, which brings me back to Montauk Chia. Montauk Chia had the interview with his peoples where he talked about inner alchemy, the lesser Cunning Lee being your organs. You create like the, a bowl, not a, a cauldron, cauldron is the word. You create the cauldron, you use the fire, the water, you make the steam, the chi, right? That's the cauldron, the lesser cunning Lee with the organs. But then there's the greater cunning Lee with the earth. The earth is a whole cauldron itself. It's got the core, the fire, and then it's got the water on top. It's a cauldron. And you create the steam and you get the chi, right? But then there's the greatest cunning Lee, which is like the fucking stars and shit. The, not the stars, the solar system the solar system the planets can make a cauldron but like saturn is known for lead so that would be the cauldron itself mars is known for fire for the red that's the fire part of the water which is the fucking not the ether <laughs> the earth could be the water but still like space itself is water so like it's still the cauldron and that's the inner alchemy where it's all happening internal. Uh, spinning a galaxy is a very hip, new agey, personal thing on the, the Cunning Lee, which is pretty much just taking all of the elements, which uh, the Chinese have like the five elements instead of, you know, the four, maybe, the, yeah, I think it's five or six, probably five. There's metal, air, fire, water, wood. That's five. And they all create each other or whatever in this cool little star pattern. But yeah, whatever, all of that inner alchemy shit. Then the shortcuts with rumination, shortcuts with coping, shortcuts with bragging. Um, teaching myself through university how to heighten my vibration, which is pretty cool, which is another shortcut. You just like, who hey, do I just want to be in a high vibration right now? Bang. Whoa. You make noises. 
still in all, still learning, of course, the expanse is great. I want to go through the teal swan videos because um, they really hit. I can somehow usually find YouTube videos that are pretty on point with what I'm going through. Often I don't share them to YouTube, but just the, the idea that you can put the wave in the past. This is like intensely the wave is in the past because the video is even old. thousands of years the attitude has been we are our goal as spiritual people is to become i went 24 minutes in this is very random i don't know when or where they start talking about what i was getting at but i know it's gonna be some shit 24 minutes 29 Spiritual. seconds and divorce ourselves from what is human hell no we need to integrate and so we can't be saying, oh, you know, that aspect of us that's just got a lower frequency. That attitude, that separation is so judgmental that basically our human self, which is, let's just call it the disguise for our higher self, <laughs> is basically saying, oh, thanks for judging me and loving me. Like, that's wonderful. It made me feel 10 times worse. So I feel like we have to start to see the divinity in our, our human embodiment, in our human reactions in our fear, in our worry, in our fears, uh, you know, feelings of powerlessness. We've got to start to not just respect that, but actually embrace it instead of divorce ourselves from it. Because I, anything you try to push away is just going to get 10 times worse. So what I would love to see personally for people who are going through this transition is to stop having such a horrifically judgmental, like negative attitude towards the aspect of you that's scared of this crap. Yeah, because we, I mean as humans and as you know souls we've we've come into this life like right here right now for a reason for a purpose like we're supposed to be here in our body and like a lot of a lot going 51 minutes in strange experience of watching division and disconnection occur on a collective level those people whose role it is to help others connect and to be connection agents for others they're going to suddenly have like 10 times the support and the connection than they've, than they've ever experienced in their life, which in itself will create an inner movement and a change and a healing. But on an outer level, it will mean that a hell of a lot gets accomplished in very short spaces of time to the point that you'll look back on a week or a month and you'll think, oh my God, a lot happened and I was part of a lot of different things, but you won't quite have time to take it in or process it in the way that 10 years ago you might have dreamt, wouldn't it be great if that week I did this and... It just will be like, so um, that's what comes for me in, in this moment when you ask that question. I think um, a lot of what people don't realize, and I think what we've sort of touched on today and, and what, what you were just saying is that like, there's a lot of focus on this sort of like negative rise of the state of the world and, and the U.S. specifically, but like, you know, we live in this sort of dualist uh, duality um, where, you know, there's a rise on one end, but there's still like an equivalent, like rise of, of like positive and like, um, you know, really exciting changes and, you know, empowerment and these sort of like, 
you know, uplifting journey. So, um, Teal, can you kind of like, like, what's your sort of take on that? I mean, one thing to add, if, if I can, that just come yeah. to me. This is something that's come through my guides for years, and I always feel the truth of it. At times when I myself have gone into those fear moments around the powers that be or the control in place, they're always saying, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes to, to dismantle, disrupt, and play with all of that stuff. You're looking at it from your human perspective, seeing it. So I, 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 I'm saying I absolutely agree with everything that you've just said. There's an enormous wave of light in tandem with wave. this. And I think that's the side that many people who are watching this kind of thing will find themselves in and on and working for. But yeah, some of the fear that we can get sucked into is useful because we can be used through our fear. So if we're all manifesting a horror story because we're all trusting what it is that we're seeing through certain pieces of information, we become a part of the fear technology. So I think that's where it's really important to discern where your focus is and, 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 and what you're agreeing to in, in the future or not, because so many things are spinning right now. There is not a set path. That's my perception, and that's what I often receive. Tio, what's what are your two cents on that? I feel like we have got to... I feel like the vibrational momentum that has been going into this time period that we're entering is so incredibly intense that we have got to stop trying to slow that momentum and instead get on board. Getting on board with the momentum looks like very practically, what do I want my life to look like? What do I want my day to look like? What do I want this society to look like? And how can I add to that even in the tiniest of insignificant ways today, right here and now? So getting on board basically, You've got, to, you've got to stop thinking about what you don't want to see. Start thinking about what you do want to see, and then every day that should be your focus. It's like, if I had my way, I don't like people being ignorant to what's going on in the world, and I really don't think it's very easy to be ignorant to what's going on in the world right now. But I, I want people to just, if you could just pull your attention off of it and kind of like accept that the old system is crashing, then all of the effort needs to be going into what's the new system going to look like. What, I've been complaining my whole life about this. About this, I hate the way that it has been. All right, here's your big shot. Here's your big chance. Every day, it should be, what do you want to build instead? And so the people who are going to be doing the best during this next year and the years following that are the ones who are going to really step up, like you said, put their boots on and start suiting up and be like, all right, let's do it then. Let's build this crap. I've been complaining about the single-family household, so I'm going to join a community. In fact, I'm going to create one. I've been complaining about where I live. I'm moving. I mean, that's the type of people who are going to really thrive here. And what's really going to be good for those people is that the amount of momentum that is going on in the universe right now, it will make that happen so damn fast that what would have taken 20 years back then is going to take like a week. So that would be my suggestion. All right, we're going to stop there, which was not exactly what I was looking for. But I'm not going to find exactly what I was looking for. Instead, I found something else I had tweeted about, where it was like about the dreams. Uh, big thing seems to be that if you're going to break ground or break tradition or change in general, you also need to create what would be the new ground or new tradition or new stability. Like, yeah, you can fly, but where are you going? Of course, quantum solutions are already in effect. And 
of course, the video we were just watching is called The World Today. Teal Swan and Lee Harris interview, and it's from 2016 in December. December 2016, it was a long time ago. Uh, the next one is non-reactivity. And this one was uh, more about the waves and stuff. It's 19 minutes. I can't play the whole thing, of course. Where should we start? There are many ways that spirituality can turn abusive. Spiritual beliefs can be used to justify abuse, to cover up abuse, and even be abusive in and of themselves. It's 19 minutes. We're going eight minutes. Or, it's not what happens, it's how you respond to it. Or, how you react emotionally is your responsibility. Like I said, it genuinely takes a freaking idiot to not see that our reactivity, if it goes completely unchecked and if we're unaware of it specifically, that can lead to some seriously damaging ends. Nobody's arguing with that. But what I'm here to present to you today is the real danger in making an enemy of reactivity. We can use these teachings to avoid looking at and owning the impact we have on others completely. That can lead to a wickedly painful world. One where, as if it's not bad enough that we did something that had negative impact on someone and hurt them, we also make them feel like something's wrong with them for feeling bad or getting hurt or having a negative reaction when we did that thing. We can use these beliefs to completely avoid seriously looking at what we're doing to other people and what we need to do differently. We can use these beliefs to shame ourselves on top of our pain, which creates even more reactivity. <laughs> Aside from the obvious external world of pain we can create through doing this, what I'm really concerned about is that we can create an atmosphere of such incredible toxic shame and self-blame by doing this. If we have this attitude that reactions are not okay, we will make an enemy of our own emotions. That's what will happen. So as if it's not bad enough that they are occurring and guess what, you can't help that. What will happen is that on top of it, you'll feel like something is really bad and messed up about you for that. In other words. All right, we're gonna go 1550. I'm to get to the solution part. Have the reaction towards the new situation. So let's pretend that a dog who was battered goes to a new home, and that new home is super loving. You don't look at the dog and say, oh, it shouldn't be having that reaction. This is ridiculous. It's just a trigger, even though it's in a loving home. No, that's going to be a really, really intense process of rehabilitation that needs to take place. So we're not doing this with dogs. Why are we doing this with each other? We have the tendency of believing that if we just changed our perspective or changed our perceptions of what's occurring, or changed the way we were thinking, or were enlightened enough, we wouldn't have reactions in the first place. Can you see that this puts you at war with reactions in the first place? You can't take care of something you don't think should be there in the first place. You're not going to be able to meet something with compassion if you're judgmental towards it in the first place. You're already pushing it away. So how can you pull it close enough to explore it, examine it, and caretake it? I realize I'm beating a dead horse here, but if you have a reaction, it is very real. 
in the same way that if someone walked up to you and hit your leg with a lead pipe and it broke, you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going wrong. It couldn't possibly happen this way. No, actually, that would be exactly in order with the reaction that we'd expect your leg to have to being hit with a metal pipe. But it works the same way with emotions. We have to look at the cause. We have to look at what it caused us to feel in our bodies and feel emotionally and what it caused us to think. We have to ask what it is letting us know about what we need. We need to meet those needs, and this includes communicating needs that we have to people around us. Action actually comes after reaction. We have made an enemy of reactions because we confuse actions that are taken as a result of a reaction as a reaction. We can intercept this chain from reaction to action, but we need to stop expecting ourselves to intercept this chain from external event to reaction. Because let's just be honest, it's freaking futile. Your reaction is always legitimate. So what I want you to do is to let your altering of your perceptions, let your exploring of your emotions, and all of those types of steps you would usually take to try to avoid reaction in the first place, instead be a way of caretaking or taking care of the reaction that has occurred. If we want to learn to intercept the chain between reaction and action, what we have to do is to stop trying to intercept the chain between action that happened and the reaction we had to it. Here's the thing, if we're making an enemy of reactions, you don't even have to say anything. People can feel it in your energy field. If you act like a reaction is not legitimate, it will escalate the situation. People will be a thousand times more likely to take an action that causes serious impact from reaction that is treated as if it's not legitimate. Any reaction you have can be used as a tool to access more awareness about your personal truth and universal truth. But beware of expecting yourself to not have a reaction in the first place. And especially beware of feeling shame for having a reaction. Have a good week. I got a whole different outlook on what was being said, maybe because I didn't watch the whole video just now. I just understood that she was talking about not having reactions as being the problem, not the interception. <laughs> so, pretty on accord with the quantum solution. The quantum solution comes after the reaction, after you ruminate, you... <laughs> You take action, putting that in the past, which is still on accord with what she's saying. Don't like, don't ignore your reaction to outward stimuli or internal stimuli. Just like intercept the chain after you have your reaction into something positive. Much like when I got lost in my mind I was like, okay, now my action is going to be internal. And my action led to me figuring out I can do like some like very powerful visualizations. And that brought me back to the present moment. Instead of having the reaction just play out, you know, and I just like stayed lost in my mind and ignored everything that was going on. I would start, 
I would start to not have reactions. And rumination is hard to be present, in other words. If you get thrown into a rumination, you is you know, you can't really be as present as if you're not ruminating. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Let's uh, flip a card. How's Scrolly Toad that go? What do you think about all of that Twitter stuff? We flip an internal change. Two of discs. Internal change. Two of discs. Discs, of course, the physical, also the body. Am I changing Toth deck? Because that's what I planned to do. Boom, ba da boom, ba da boom, zoom, zoom. Raising the frequencies. I type some of my book and I can see the end of it, but I'm also still giving it its time. What else is there? There's music. I don't need to play music right now. Let's see what's in the recents. Is there a new album? Been really into Blue October. Balanced artists. Modest Mouse, pretty freaking balanced. Blue October, pretty balanced. Muse is almost. Muse is still like about fighting. <laughs> J. Cole is pretty balanced, actually. Avenged Sevenfold, pretty balanced. Their uh, Hail to the King was a great album. And the stage is pretty great. Also self-titled Avenged Sevenfold. Weezer is like album by album. And Coldplay. Coldplay is pretty balanced. I guess we're going to end with a Blue October, which I can't play keyboard to. But just this, this song has like this, this feel to it. It's from 2009, their fifth album.
like to direct this towards negative energy. No, just kidding. Towards division. Times fun oldies. Uh, it's Dirt Room uh, by Blue October on Approaching Normal. The whole album is amazing. Uh, it's just like motivational. Uh, and it's great that I have no idea who they're talking about. <laughs> I can just like take that energy and be like, yeah, division, take that. Wholeness and balance, baby. <laughs> I guess, yeah, this is the end. I'm your host, Lord Byron, also known as Byron Brucehart, a.k.a. Black Rocker on Twitter, Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. I'm not just me.com is the website. Uh, this has been You Tweeted, You Meaned It, episode 112, Fertility. Uh, oh, I almost forgot. Like, how do I end with uh, You Can't End Like That? <laughs>